Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Hello. Podcast. My name is Mark, and in order, those voices were Miles and Jackie. Hello, Miles. Hello. Hello, Jackie. Hello. She sits there with this big grin on her face. Hi. Loving to sabotage the host, me, Mark, once again. And this is JoJo's <laughs> Bizarre Podcast, a podcast about, you guessed it, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the TV anime that has been going on since 2012. Jesus, almost 10 years. And look, we want to cover JoJo's. We really, really do. But right now, there is no JoJo's. We have to wait less than two months before Stone Ocean comes back to do its second part or perhaps its second and final part. We don't, we don't know. But mm. until then, and until we learn more, we're covering other anime. And this week, we decided to check out a show that uh, has, has been taking the internet by storm. That has got people saying anime of the year already, wow. even. Wowie. A lot of people talking about it, for sure. We watched the first three episodes of Spy Family. I know you expected the X, but apparently you don't pronounce it. Really? Why yeah. didn't you put it in there then? Hmm? That's just a Japanese stylization thing. Spy versus Stupid. family. No, that's why also it's Hunter. Street Fighter Cross Tekken. It's also Hunter Hunter. They do pronounce the cross in Street Fighter Cross Tekken, though. Why? I have that's no ridiculous. idea. Same with Namco Cross Capcom. I don't really get it. Maybe it's a different symbol, technically. No. Whatever. I, guess I think th- I think the spy and the family have to fight each other. I think video games, <laughs> it's cross, and TV, it's silent. Why? I don't know. Hunter, hunter's hunter, hunter. Mm. You know? I don't like it. But Razafon is pronounced Razafon. It's not Ra-ifon. You know? I don't know what Razafon is. It's a, I think it was a big robot anime. Okay. From the 2000s. Does it have an X in it? Oh, yeah. Is that why you're Oh, yeah. That? Smack in okay. the middle. Okay. What are some other anime titles with X's right in the middle? Tech Is Text No Lies? I think. I don't know. E- Excel Saga? X-Men? That's not anime. Well, in Japan it is, I guess. <laughs> in Japan, if it's the show, it's men. <laughs> it's, men. it's a video game. It's cross men. Anyway. Yeah. Before, Xylophone? Yeah. I guess you kind of pronounce that the same. But moving on. Before we talk about Spy Family, we need to check in with those who spy on us. By that, I mean our listeners. By that, I mean... Our listener family. No, I thought about that and it felt gross, so I didn't say it. True. I'm going to say check in with our family. No, I'm sorry, listeners. We have to keep you at a distance. (laughs) You're our clients and we're here (laughs) to serve you. Yeah. But we're not family. We're not coming over for Thanksgiving. All right. Two is the maximum Thanksgivings. And we got, we all got at least two. And we're not inviting you to our Friendsgiving. Yeah. Unless you, we'll have a, a special Patreon tier for Friendsgiving. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be cute. No, no, it isn't. No, we're not doing that. Well, that's cute. I don't no. want people to pay to come visit. Okay. It wouldn't be pay, but we can just do like anybody who's subscribed to the Patreon come we can do we do a live stream friendsgiving with the with the patreon people no why not that's so much more effort i want to do it 
it's be like a performance thing. If I if I want to hang out with new people, I want to do it in person. I don't want to worry about a stream and stuff. All right. Invite well, I, them to your house. Anyway, <laughs> Mark doesn't like any of my ideas. I, yeah, I don't like the ideas that involve me putting in a ton of effort and feeling like you on, don't have on to, display. What do you have to do? You don't have to do anything. They're not going to eat the food that Jackie, we make. <laughs> how do you how do you imagine the day starting? How does it how does it go? Welcome everyone. I don't know. We play, no, 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 we play no, some no, games no, or something. No, no. What do I make a it's private a Skype link? A private Discord link? Do I? Uh, how do I decide? Everyone, you got to do it in, in person. It's the only way. <laughs> just yeah. Just put the address out there on Twitter, and just whoever shows up like a feral animal gets fed out of a bucket. I'm sure we could figure it out, Mark. Anyway, Thanksgiving is months away. That's right. First, we got to work. I don't we know. We won't be busy Labor with any, anything else at that time. So don't worry. The next holiday is Labor Day. Ye- oh, oh, from now. Okay. From now. But that's not yeah, celebrated Yeah, special everywhere. Labor Day stream where we also, don't do anything. Also, I guess Thanksgiving anything. is only an American holiday. So people probably don't even know what a Friendsgiving is. The, it's true. The non-US people. I'm sure they think it's, yeah, maybe they don't. Maybe they think it's a different holiday. Instead of giving thanks, you give friends. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, which is great. That's why you keep a bunch of loser friends in stock the whole year. Then you can give them away without feeling bad. This has been our holiday. There's, this has been our podcast about holidays. Yeah. This is the holiday planning Two episode. holidays. Anyway, we're about to read emails sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. If you want to be read on the show, if not like your palm read, if you want us to read something you wrote on the show, just email jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com and try to make it about the anime we're talking about, okay? If it's, it's going to be about your real not. life, at least be really interesting. This email is from Robin. The subject line is podcast appreciation and music appreciation. Greetings, JJB podcasters. I wanted to write in to tell you how much I appreciate the pod. I always listen while delivering newspapers, and it makes the whole experience a lot more enjoyable. Even though I haven't been watching anime for a while, I haven't even seen part six, though I have read the manga. I still really enjoy listening to you guys talk about anime. The fact I haven't seen the anime can sometimes even make it funnier because anime can be quite bizarre, even with context. I also wanted to tell you about how I have JoJo's to thank for my current taste in music. Before watching JoJo's, I wasn't really listening to music. Then during part 5, I decided to look up some of the musical references. By doing that, I got really into King Crimson. Then one of the intro songs on the pod was Battery by Metallica. Because of that, I got into Metallica and metal in general. And finally, due to numerous mentions by Mark on the pod and a reference in The Binding of Isaac, I started listening to Nine Inch Nails, which is now my favorite band. So thanks, JoJo's, and thanks to you guys. Have a wonderful, unspecified amount of time, Robin. P.S. Mark, I follow you on Letterboxd, and as soon as I disagree with you on something, I'll stop listening to the pod. P.P.S. Am Hornet. Damn. Thanks, Robin. Our first email from a B. Mark, you're so cool. Mark, you should be friends with Robin. I am cool. Yeah, we're like... I think this pod is... listener client friends. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're you know we're like pen pals. Yeah, we're like pen pals. Um, I think this is this maybe the second listener to write in and say that that we got them into Nine Inch Nails. That's funny because <laughs> I think wow. that, that that's happened before. It's weird to me. There's like a generation of people who are like with teeth is my favorite Nine Inch Nails album, which is their really? like 2003 album, which is like way after to me like the sort of golden age of that project mm-hmm. and the stuff that all us angsty young people knew, but it makes sense. There's some good stuff post yeah. 2000. Yeah. So most of it is post 2000, really. It's crazy to think that. Uh, I like the idea. I like to think that 
when Robin disagrees with a take I have, that they're just going to be delivering newspapers, and instead of flinging a newspaper, they just fling their phone with the podcast playing on it, you know? <laughs> they just, like, throw it out the fucking window, like, yeah. I also like that Robin didn't listen to music, and then prog rock was introduced, and they were like, now I get music. Would you recommend anything, Mark, based on uh, this person's musical taste now? Uh, I think, like, what closes the gap between, I mean, they probably already know, but between King Crimson and Nine Inch Nails is probably a Tool album or two. Mm, get into Tool. Yeah. Get into Tool. Lateralis, 10,000 Days are both good. Uh, so many Enema's people liked Tool in high school. What's that? So many people love Tool in high school. Yeah. Well, they. I think like two really good albums came out in our high school era. So mm. it makes sense. Uh, I feel like they just put out an album and everyone was like, eh, that's more of the same. It's okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. But yeah, they're good. Yeah. Anyway. Good recommendation, Mark. No problem, Jackie. <laughs> Jackie, would you like to read from Katie? Out of, out of the three, I've never listened to King Crimson, but Tool is the one that I've listened to the most, I think. Okay. Anyway. Uh, the next one is from Katie. Subject line. Spy. X. Oh my God. Family, Mark. I'm a rebel, and I'm gonna fucking pronounce the X. I if I had if it, I was it, betting with Miles, if we had a side pool, I would have not, absolutely guessed you said X. X's are not X's are not silent. In Japanese, they are. Why? Because they don't know what it's, to do with it's it. It's probably just harder for them to pronounce, right? No, they have they have stuff that's like, like kusu ek, together. Ekusu. Ekusu. Yeah. It's like a little bit more like yeah. It's almost two syllables. Why put but, the fucking X there if you're not gonna? Why say put it? the fucking anyway. X there? I'm I'm I feel strongly about this. I want to talk to them about well, why it. Why write it in English? I want someone to explain it to me. Um anyway, greetings JJ this is from Katie <laughs> in case people forgot. <laughs> greetings JJB Pod. I hope you like Spy X Family. This is me <laughs> emphasis mine, Jackie. We uh, get it. <laughs> I just finished the first run of episodes and we'll probably start the manga soon since I don't want to wait for more. I don't want to wait. Lloyd and Yor are both badass, and Anya's reactions are so cute. Uh, they make a nice found family. Do any of you, do any of you all have a favorite found family or family of choice from uh, anime slash manga or other media? I think Mugen, Fu, and Jin make a good one in Samurai Champloo. Auf Wiedersehen. Oh, is that uh, Wiedersehen? Wiedersehen, yeah. Katie. Thank you, Katie. Yeah, thank you. Danke, Katie. Uh, what do you guys got for found families in, in anime? The first, well, it's not an anime, but the first one that comes to mind is not an anime. And it's also like the very obvious, like found families are like a, a theme um, in Pose, the show Pose. Oh, okay. Which is about uh, houses in, what were the, like when people would Vogue in New York? Drag queen Vogue. scene? Yeah. Or is it not drag queen? It's, I think some people are drag, some people are trans, some people are gay boys. Um, still a lot of people who get kicked out, you know, in the 70s or whatever, who got like kicked out of their houses and they all go to New York and they all find each other and they take care of each other and then they get a house together. 
and so much more meaningful than my pick but go and they ahead. dance together but like that's like <laughs> like the definition of you know it's not like yes. a, like the example here was samurai shampoo which is like you probably wouldn't think off the top of your head like oh that's a found family but they're like i don't know if you're like there for each other and you're not blood related then it's a thing you know yeah what do you got miles it's obviously fast and the furious what that's cute they constantly say family on that. Sh- that doesn't, Aww. but that doesn't mean that it's your favorite found family. Just because no one says, think of an example and you raise your hand. There is no other found family. <laughs> okay, what about like Cowboy Bebop? That's what I was thinking. They of. never like, say family on that show. They don't need to say family. They don't say family in uh, in Samurai Champloo, do they? No, that's why it's a bad example. All right, well, take it up with Katie. I don't know. Uh, here's here's something that comes to mind. This is maybe depressing, but whatever. That's what I am. <laughs> in the when I worked in retail, like one of the things they would do is they would be like, "We're a family here in retail, right?" Whatever Which, they, they when they do that at work, it's a fucking scam. Don't listen to your boss when they say it's that. It's scary. Shit. It's bad. It's unhealthy because family is not about I do work and you pay me for it. And if I have a problem with my health or time off or whatever. I negotiate. I mean, I guess some families are like that, whatever, but <laughs> family also has like the allowance beneath all that. There's supposed to be like a um, unconditional love and support and all that stuff. Right. Your job can Work fire you for any reason. You can find people there that are like your family. But like if you stand in a group meeting and go, we're a family here. You're full of shit. It's corporate bullshit. They they learned as a skill to deploy on you if they make people them. if they make people care about their job it's if 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 you care about well, your job I mean, you could care about your job <laughs> well like in, in like the kind of family sense mm-hmm. you know then it's harder to leave because you don't want to leave your family right mm-hmm. and like you know you like work harder and stuff but the, the specific example i thought of was in the first store um on my big retail run uh, this is not an anime <laughs> it's not but i just remember there was a kid there and he was young he was like 19 or 20 and uh i think he got employee of the month or something as everyone did you rotate you rotate through which is like sort of like does anyone not get it like if this if you're like bad at your job do you not get it i can't remember a person who didn't get it but i people who like usually people who are that bad would get like fired or they'd quit mm. so they'd be like thank god oh hinamatsuri uh, is, a, is a found family Yes, that's a good point, actually. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. They showed up on the same... This and Spy Family and Hinamatsuri showed up on uh, the same My Anime List mm. deck fan-made like thingies a few times. Um, But yeah, I just remember this kid standing up when after he got Employee of the Month and he was like, you know, I like, you know, uh, I really love working here with you guys and, you know, I do think of you as my family because I don't even really like my real family. And I was and you just were like, like, loser. I was like, oh, I wish you didn't say so many things. And I can't imagine what his home life was like. He needs a hug. Probably yeah. bad. Pretty good guy. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, the spy family was in like, my anime list is afraid to call them like user lists, I guess, because everything you add is like a, a list. If you just yeah. say like, I watched it, I want to watch it. That's your list. I forget what they call them, decks or some shit. And there was... One that like was was like anime that make my virgin ass want to be a single dad, and uh, this this was on there. Uh, Hinamatsuri. Well, Hino, this is not a single dad situation, I guess. But. Would all the JoJo's like every single JoJo's arc be a found family? I feel like they would. I don't know. To some degree, I don't know. Some, I guess, some of them are actual family. Like some of them are actual blood family. Well, Definitely yeah. The Golden Wind. 
like Bruno is everyone's mom. And you've got yeah, people who don't have their sh- own oh, family. Oh, yeah, that, that's a good example. Yeah, because that's like a gang situation. And they don't have their own family, a bunch of them, you know? They've been, yeah. they've like left or whatever. Uh, so that kind of makes sense. That's our favorite. That's my favorite. <laughs> that's pretty good. A little dysfunctional, but what family doesn't have some dysfunction? Yeah. Anyway. This email is from Brendan. Hello, JJB Pod. I'm a first-time writer, decent time listener. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I want to say this podcast has helped me so much in recent times and love listening regardless of what's being talked about. You're welcome. Anyway, Hunter Xunter has its feud amongst the community with how it's pronounced. Oh, wow. Jackie, you should have read this email. Now I'm seeing the same thing with spy family. How do you guys pronoun it? I don't know if that was on purpose. I don't know. Pronoun it. <laughs> Sincerely, Brendan, P.S. Horny, sent from Gmail Mobile, Brendan. Yeah, I like that Uh, sign off there. Jackie, how do you pronounce the name of the anime we watched? Hunter. Oh, the one we watched? (laughs) Jackie pronounces Spy X Family as Hunter Hunter. X Family. (laughs) And also Hunter X Hunter. You know what? I'm watching Hunter X Family and Spy (laughs) X Hunter right now. Uh, Two great animes. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I guess really how you pronounce it is, it's really up to you. That's but I true. just look down on you if you pronounce it wrong. Like, yeah, I don't know. I guess if I was at an anime convention, this is our podcast, so I can say whatever the fuck I want. Uh, but I guess, I guess right. if I was like somewhere official, I would probably like say like, okay, what's the official thing? Because then people are going to, you know, like people will correct you. And it's like, no, no, no. I know exactly what I'm doing here. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should pronounce it i'm rebelling Sp- spikes family you know like just put it all together spikes oh yeah that's a good idea or huntix hunter that's kind of how miles pronounced it yeah he did miles like half committed to the x there i heard it he was Hunter-X shy hunter yeah Try anyway that's how we pronounce there. it we've created third pronunciations that we use or maybe you pronounce it like the roman you say it's hunter 10 hunter mm-hmm. oh yeah that's good spy 10 family yeah it's really good well, you thought of it. I know. <laughs> it's really good. You could say uh, Neon Genesis E5 Angelion. Yeah, that's good shit right there. You could do a lot of things. Hang on. Miles, what's your name then? Is it a hundred or a thousand aisles? What? Oh, the M? I have no idea. Well, probably a thousand, right? You should like a thousand Y. No, I think M 50. is a hundred. I think M is a hundred, isn't it? Or is oh, it C? Oh, what's C? Oh, you're right. C is a hundred. Okay. M's a thousand. Be like thousand Y fifty. Yes, that's too hard. Can't do it. Never mind. (laughs) Moving on. This last email is from Chad. The subject line is "Family of Spies." That's a good way to say it. Aloha, JJB Pod Ohana. Let's take a look at the JoJo and other notable voice connections for Spy Family X. Adorable telepath Anya Forger is voiced by Atsumi Tanezaki, who also voiced Jobro Emporio from Part 6. And the lady with the bloody dead boyfriend uh, in the Spoke Rohan Kishibe character, Naoko Osato. Uh, the deadly office lady Yor Forger, nay Briar. Is that pronounced nay? I think it is. I don't know. I That's so. how I say it in my head. AKA the Thorn Princess is voiced by Saori Hayami, who doesn't have a JoJo connection but uh, voiced Yuzuki Shiraishi, the child actor and fourth member uh, on the exposition. 
on the expedition to the Antarctic in a place further than the universe. Uh, and she voiced Shoko from A Silent Voice. Master spy Lloyd Forger, aka Twilight, is voiced by Takuya Eguchi, who doesn't have a direct JoJo connection, but voiced Domas from Ranking of Kings. Yours doting and supportive brother Yuri Breyer is voiced by Kensho Ono, who voiced Giorno from JoJo Part 5. I hope the pod enjoyed this show. I didn't understand the hype when it was first announced, but after watching the first batch of episodes with its mix of action, comedy, and sweetness, I can't wait for more. Take care all and stay safe. Mahalo, Chad. P.S. I went and double-checked the voices for the second Gundam compilation movie, and I found out that pod favorite Job John is voiced by Daisuke Kishio, who also voiced Steely Dan from part three of JoJo. Job John. Oh, good. good for Job John. I'm glad that he managed to keep getting new jobs. <laughs> John's to voice. Job John. He should get a job at Jimmy John's. He should work with Gig Greg, you know? Yeah. At his... At with Employment Edgar. I don't know. I'm done. Bye. Anyway, those were emails sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com, which coincidentally is our email, and that's why we read them and how we were able to see them. I won't tell you how we logged in, because that includes our private password, which we're not supposed to tell anybody. You ever just talk while you're doing other things? I sure do. Uh, when I'm parenting. What do you like? You just you narrate what you're doing to your son? No, I'll just be like, "Do you remember that song from the '80s?" Uh, <laughs> and he, you and he, you and ask he, the child, oh. and your child does not remember that song from the '80s because he was not no. born. That's good. Okay. I'll like tell him about the song we're listening to. I'm like, "Oh, this is Born in the USA. It's uh, <laughs> on the album Born in the USA." Would you look at that? <laughs> Uh, folks, we have a Patreon. If you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash jjbpod and help us out and get access to our Patreon feed for as little as $1 a month. That's not, that's $12 a year, uh, my accountant is telling me. Uh, for $3 a month, you get access to the same feed, but we also will read a heartfelt thanks out loud to you all like this. So thank you so much to Hentai Homie, Brian. Mm. Nombre no digas. Daniel. Dalton. Madison. Soliloquy. Ken Barron. Kasoon. Lord Zendar. Not Aaron. Jumbo. Katie. Bloof. Dylan. Nocturnal. Oh. Right? Whose turn is it? Nocturnal. Kenny. Mr. Jackpots. Caden. Austin. Tim. Tyler. Michael. And Camilla. Woo! Thank you so much for supporting the show. I should also mention that the Patreon feed has some extra content that we don't do on the podcast. I guess it'd be weird to say you get access to the Patreon feed and then have nothing there. <laughs> uh, so there's that. Yeah, Miles, I think we should talk about this anime. Okay. Yeah, so this is Spy Family from the spring 2022 season, which I think is going on right now and includes anime like Tomodachi Game, which we covered a few episodes back, uh, Kaguya-sama Season 3, Ultra Romantic, which Jackie and I just finished. It's a very good season. Yes. Very good anime. Kaguya always is. And this is based on a 2019 manga by Tatsuya Endo, 
I should also say that it's like number one on my anime list uh, for this season. And on your personal anime? List? No, myanimelist.net. Uh, and it's it's very popular overall. It's got like a high eight out of ten rating. Uh, this was done by two studios. I didn't really, I don't know who did what, but it's by Wit Studio and Cloverworks. Maybe that's why it's so good. Two real studios worked on it. Wit Studio did Ranking of Kings. Cloverworks did shows we've watched like Wonder Egg, Priority, and from last season we almost watched My Dress Up Darling. Uh, yeah. It is a shonen, I guess, arguably anime about a spy who, for a mission, needs to have a family, a wife and a daughter, in order to infiltrate uh, a, pr- a private school so that he can assassinate or spy on some leader. And wouldn't you know it... I think he's going to spy on. He's not assassin. He didn't, he's not an assassin. He's just going to dig some dirt. You might be right. But wouldn't you know it, it's not like it's just a show about, here's a spy, and he's got to hide himself around regular people. No. His no. wife, it turns out to be an assassin, and his child... They're all hiding something. Turns out to be like a escaped lab experiment child who can read minds. Yeah, they're all hiding their true selves. It's a silly premise. Except the child knows their secrets, because she can read minds, so she figured it out right away. Yes. I did not, when I first read that premise, I was like, why are they mixing like supernatural fantasy with spy stuff? But then I'm like, it's an incredibly dumb premise. (laughs) It's so stupid. But like, you would, you would definitely like, they would, they would just give you like a a spy woman who has a child or something. It's ridiculous that he has to find his own person and force her to work with him on a short notice. That is silly. He has to go and fucking adopt a child. Yes. That he then is going to give back at some point? And How they con- fucked up? They very conveniently are like, no need for paperwork. Just take this child. I know. It's like you can just... How can you just... Sorry, I'm already starting to talk about it. But that was like the biggest like what the fuck was like... You could just walk into that or- orphanage and take a child. Like you could be a, a child molester. You could just go in and, and like take a child with no record, no paperwork. Unfortunately, you can be a child molester and do that in real life still. You do need paperwork, but listen, it happens. But... <laughs> I guess, but like I don't know why I said that. I, no one needs to hear that. <laughs> I mean, I guess adoption yeah, you could, is sad in real life too. Y- yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could always abduct children, Mark. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> Miles, I think it's only sad in real life. I think in anime, adoption is zany hijinks, and the girl <laughs> is fine. <laughs> um, she's a telepath. She's fine. She's like fine. She's super adorable. Her voice she's actress really adorable. Must be having so much fun doing that cutesy voice and going oh <laughs> and shit. Um. <laughs> the fuck oh hey do you guys because this is clearly set in like a european kind of country yeah where are they do you have a guess i think miles probably knows is it germany it's very germany but it's like they the the train station stop was like instead of berlin it was like berlint (laughs) (laughs) yes which is like what you find in your belly button (laughs) so it seems like this is supposed to be set in divided like east and west germany like before Uh, yeah there was something political about it It seemed like one other thing that I noticed, they go to an, a nationalist like national rally Union party or something. There's the, there's a national yeah right. right oh but yeah well there's a national union party and then there was also a nationalist rally that they go to, May- oh maybe I don't which know which I think were different. So it's it's interesting because I was trying to pinpoint I'm like looking at the the houses and I've only been to like one medieval looking European country and like some of the names seemed Russiany to me but it seems like it's about 
it's kind of imitating the espionage between East and West Germany. The East was mm. very friendly with the Soviet Union and probably had uh, Eastern European people there. Maybe they maybe they always have had that in, in Germany. I don't know. And Berlin, I think, was divided down the middle, maybe. Yeah, with a wall, a famous wall. Yeah, a famous <laughs> wall that David Hasselhoff sang, I've been searching for freedom on top of when they were tearing it down. Did he do that for real? Yes. <laughs> yeah. David Hasselhoff said, take this wall off. And they did. Hmm. Um, so yeah, it's kind of playing off that, but it's trying to be, you know, it doesn't it doesn't want to commit to history with its silly ass premise. So it's like Westphalia yeah. and Ophania. Or but West- it doesn't want to have something? any dark skinned people either way. At, same with as with Gundam. No, Gundam has dark skinned people. What are you talking about? Did it? Yeah. Were there were there dark Ryu like, Ryu Jose is is uh Oh yeah yeah that is I know. A dark skin, and you have unfortunately some of the evil uh Gar- Garmi family or Zabi family. True. They're they're a bunch of them are like purple skin almost. Okay. From Zion. So just the evil people and the guy who died. There's at <laughs> least two people on white base who are not white based. Okay. Yeah, but when but you they said are so- based. when you said something in the future, it should be more diverse. Or not should, but like I don't know. Yeah. At least in Western media it tends to be a little bit more diverse to show the possible future. Well, these days it is. <laughs> I don't think it was always like that. Well, it's Star Trek. It's true. Star Trek made it a thing. Yes. Um, but yeah, Miles, I don't know how many people of color are in uh, 80s Germany. Do you? Were there a lot? Well, I mean, it's a fictionalized, you know, there are no telepaths in 80s Germany. <laughs> that's true. Oh, that's what you think. <laughs> Haven't you seen stronger things? I would say telepaths are overrepresented and darker <laughs> yeah. skinned people are underrepresented in this anime. That's probably true. In the, the Japanese uh, voice, by the way, they refer to her or she refers to herself as an esper. It's the second yes. week in a row that we're hearing the word esper brought up by a new type. I've heard it before. She is a, she's a new type who can read mine as well. A little bit a little bit of the new new type, perhaps. So do you want yeah. me to tell you? Episode one what is happens? one of these anime opening episodes that just crams a fuck ton of stuff. It's like a movie in twenty four minutes, right? It's it's so much. So there's like a spy guy, and like there's you a spy guy. S- you see, like you know, he's delivering intel to about a, on a politician to somebody, but then it turns out that the so somebody's delivering intel to somebody else. Then he goes in his car and he drives away, and then. The spy guy turns around and the guy that he just gave the intel to is like, hey, man, where's the intel? And the guy who went driving away takes off his mask and he is at the, also a spy. So you, explain, like a, you explain that strangely. It's, how do I explain it? It's basically we see. A, and so that's our hero. Somebody giving intel to a guy in a car and then the person in the car drives away. And the intel haver turns around and it looks like the same person is there and is like, yeah. OK, give me the thing. And he's like, but I just gave it to you. And then we see who was driving away. He takes off his intel, mask and he was under a mask. Yeah. He's a master of disguise. And that's our hero whose name is Twilight, technically. Yeah. Codename Twilight. He, he, I don't go, know. he was going by Robert at this point. Um, he goes to a restaurant. He breaks up with his girlfriend, Karen. Very, very casually. <laughs> it's like, hey, Karen, let's break up. He, he said something like, when we talk, I don't hear any intelligence in your conversation. <laughs> something fucky like that. Yeah. But Robert wasn't his real name. Um, he, that's just the name he was using when, while he was doing his little spy undercover thing. Um, you see him a lot, um, like 
doing like a normal thing that a normal human does, like pick up a newspaper or something, but or or buy like something at the store or something. But then it's like the it's, it's really spy shit. It's, it's all spy shit. It's all like ah uh, the the coin was actually had a cipher in it or something. Um, so you know he exchanged. So he sits he sits down, um, puts his newspaper down, and some other guy like switches newspapers with him, and then they walk away. Um, and the newspaper has like his mission on it. But it's like there's a lot of extra stuff too. It's not just like business like. It's like also you're never going to get credit for this, but you're doing a great job. Like, I yeah. think that's good. I think you need to tell your employees that they're doing a great job. I expected it to be a little more, you know, straightforward. But you, you're right. It's nice that they added that stuff in there for the spice. Plus, you gotta <laughs> you gotta fill the newspaper. You know, you can't just that's have true. one floating paragraph in the middle <laughs> of a bunch of great papers. That guy had eight inches to fill, and he was like, oh, "I'm gonna fill them." Yeah. After that, he was like, "Uh, so soccer was interesting last week. Uh, I don't know. I was cheering for the East Germany team. So, um, I mean the Ophelia team." Twilight's new target is a, the leader of the National Unity Party. Um, and in order to get close to this guy, this the the this leader is um, uh, very involved in his kid's school. Um, his kid is like eight or something. He's very involved in his kid's school. And so like the way to get close to him is you need to get get a family. There, he's like the, the thing says like get married, have a kid. Go to school, and uh, and I thought like re- I, like watching that. I thought like okay, this is like a like this is like a seven year con. Like this is yeah. like a huge like <laughs> like get married as quick like find a woman, marry her as quickly as possible. Like find a woman who wants to get married as and have kids quickly as possible. Raise that child for several years and then enroll <laughs> them in that school. But no, then it's like, oh, you have a week to do it. And it's like... <laughs> I love... He tears the newspaper in anger and says, how am I supposed to produce a child in 48 hours? No, it was like in seven days or something like that. Oh, okay. I thought he when, said two days. Uh, maybe. But yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess he can marry a widow or some, like somebody who already has a kid. He could have become a teacher. Like he could have been a, a custodian at the school. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Miles, you could be a spy. You have a lot of ideas. <laughs> It's just like there's a million ideas better than this he idea. He could have put on a mask that's a wall <laughs> and he just blends in with the brick wall and slides along. No, it's true. Him being a teacher probably would have been a, a easier situation because yeah. you'll you'd be able to get close to the parents. Been, but we wouldn't have got... The show was good because it overcame this incredibly stupid premise and got <laughs> me to like it anyway. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the first thing he does is he gets an apartment, a nice big, like, three-bedroom apartment, um, and he, you know, he tells the, whoever, the realtor or whatever that it's it's for his family, and they're like, oh, do you have a boy or a girl? And Twilight is like, uh, I'm, I, uh. I don't know yet. I haven't decided yet or <laughs> yeah. something like that. <laughs> um, he gets his apartment then he goes, then he's like, okay, cool, apartment, check. Now I need to go to the orphanage to pick up a kid. Um, so he goes, And it really, he only needed to give it the same dedication of, I'm going to stop by the hardware store. Yeah. He's like, like he does it in the same day. I don't know what it was like back then in Germany, but I think in real life, it's harder to adopt a kid. It's incredibly hard. Like you have to apply and they do 
Like they go, they come to your house and they look at stuff. They give you a once over at least. They come to your house and they make sure that, and they give you a background check. They make sure that you're not going to abuse the kid or something like that. By the way, is this, now that I think about it, it's imitating a time that for Germany was like lost after the 80s. But is this set in present day or is this set from back then? I'm trying to remember if they have cell phones. Mm. I don't think they do. Because then they wouldn't like, need all the newspapers. Like, there, there wouldn't have been that misconnection at the party. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're well, right. Yeah, she was waiting right. for him. She would have been like calling him on his phone or something. Um, okay. So, yeah. So she goes to the or- he goes to the orphanage to pick up a kid. Um, and he's like, I need one that can read and write. And he's like, oh, well, Anya's the smartest kid we, we got. Um, and and uh, <laughs> he really just doesn't like her. Huh? The the guy in charge of the orphanage who's drunk uh, just doesn't like Anya. Okay. But um, she she impresses uh, she impresses Twilight by uh, doing uh, filling out a crossword puzzle. That's like really hard. And she gets the clues. She gets the answers by reading his mind when he's like, she won't know this. And then she just writes that. But at you this guys point, like crossword puzzles? Mark does. Yeah. I do them almost every weekday. I do the New York Times. Wow. I'm not, I'm not that good at them. <laughs> it's I like, did the New Yorker one last week. It was like the first crossword puzzle I've done in a million years. And I did it so fast that I think I'm a genius. What oh, day wow. of the week was it? <laughs> I don't know if New York no, was like it, New York The Times. New Yorker magazine one. Oh, is that, is that weekly? Yeah, so I got to see if like they're all that easy, or the maybe York- I'll promote myself to the New York Times one. The New York Times one is harder. Every day of the week, it gets harder. Yeah, Monday is like, <sighs> breeze right through that shit. I'm trying to beat That's- my friend's time. My friend and his wife did the Monday puzzle in like eight minutes. Hmm. But I did, I did one of the mini puzzles in seven seconds. <laughs> it's like a five by five grid, and I was just like, done. I used to do those. Those are fun. Um, Shout out to New York Times mini crossword puzzle. Hell yeah. And the spelling bee. That's not free though. Well, it starts free. This episode is sponsored by bees. Okay, I thought you were going to say the New York Times. New York Times sucks, but I guess their crossword puzzle is They have is good. some good stuff. No, they, now I hate them. Their op-ed section sucks. But their op- op-eds are so stupid. It's like been like two weeks in a row that they've had just the stupidest fucking here's, op-eds. Here's the thing about op-eds. They're all fucking stupid, and they don't belong yeah. in news magazines. They should be in private, <sighs> subjective bullshit magazines. That's how they make a lot know, of... Man. Like Those I know. get a lot of traffic, and they support like the real journalism yeah it's like, yeah it yeah makes we should have a better fucking so stupid <laughs> yeah when you're like trust us and then they're like here's why wearing underwear will make you smell worse and you're like what is this working out makes you weaker i don't i don't like this these op-eds here's why murder is actually good for a society they're stupid anyway um what were we okay so she does the crossword puzzle and we don't know at the time but i, I figured at this point that she was reading his mind um and they're like, wow, okay, she's, oh, oh, also they ask how old she is, and he's like, in her, in his head, he's like, she better be, this is actually when I found, when I realized that she was, so before she does a crossword puzzle, um, he's like, well, I, you know, I, in his head, he says, I need someone to be at least six, and she's like, I'm six, and he's like, wow, she's small for six, she was probably lying, she's probably like four, um, <laughs> um, but at that point, I was like, I don't know, she came up with that, I'm six very quickly, I bet he, I bet she can read his mind. I just want to say that I think last week when I announced the two different options for this week, I think I read the summary of what the show was about. Okay. So, like, I think I mentioned that she was telepathic, I just want to. I don't, I don't remember that. All right. 
I wasn't paying attention. I don't pay attention to you half the time. Okay, that's when, what I thought. When we okay. do this podcast together. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> thought maybe pointing that out would mean you pay attention to me more. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. I'll we'll continue to not pay attention to you as much. Um, okay. So, and then and then she does a crossword puzzle and he's like, all right, I guess I'll take her. And, and he's like, all right, what, where do I sign? And he's like, no, 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 no need. Just go. Just go with her. She's yours. Um... So yeah, so he's he's like yeah she'll she'll do because he needs someone that will pass the entrance exam um, in order to like be admitted to it's this the super plan. elite school because if it doesn't work he will just have wasted weeks or months of his life and will just have like a child to get rid of and a wife to get rid of yeah how is this gonna work um yeah so she's very excited about the spy mission. Um, she's very excited to, to go. Cause she watches guy. a spy television show. Yeah. Yeah. And she's in a hellish orphanage. Like anything will be better. Yeah. That's yeah. it. But, but we know that when, when she hears her family say like a oh, spy an assassin, she goes, how exciting. She says, waku waku. <laughs> um, she's so cute. yeah, she's great. So we find out that she was created in, in an experiment. Um, cause we get like flashbacks, I think. Um, and, and uh, how did I don't, how did she get out of there? She like escaped or something. They didn't. They didn't tell. They'll probably go into it later. Um. So he takes her to his apartment and he's like, "Listen, I've been your dad for a long time. Uh, if anyone asks, um, and you know you're my daughter and whatever, whatever." And she's like, "All right, cool. You're my dad." And she just kind of goes along with the story. She watches her spy cartoon. He's like, "All right, I need to go and like uh, do some stuff," and she's like, "No, take me." And because she wants to go on an adventure. And she's very cute. Um, so he takes her out and there's, I don't know, like cute stuff because she can read what he's thinking. So sometimes she warms up to him. Sometimes she's scared of him. He says something like, oh, I need to understand her because that will bring about world peace. And, she, and she's like, understanding me will bring world peace. It's like because his mission, you know, he needs to yeah complete his mission and she needs to like be on his side in order to do that. Um, By the way, at this point, I don't know if he's said it, but I think at this point he said that his code name for this mission is Lloyd Forger. Oh, that's his name. Yes, his name. I is would Lloyd. argue that is the least undercover name. <laughs> it's true. Almost yeah. possible, unless your first name was like Faker. <laughs> yeah, Faker Forger, Tinker Taylor. Mine Soldier, is Spy. Jim Liar. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Richard Imposter. <laughs> Daniel Sus. <laughs> <laughs> and he, I, I'm trying to find like a what's a suspicious first name? Uh, not me. I didn't do it. Is that a name? <laughs> I don't know. Spy. If his name was fucking Spy Spiegel, it's <laughs> <laughs> a cowboy bebop character. Uh, um, he, uh, she also uh, obviously cannot read, um, because like she points to a sign and she says it's one thing. She says like bacon and he's like that's a bakery. Oh. And, is that the deal? Oh. And and like she tries to buy a newspaper with like the wrong coin and he's like, is she actually stupid? <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's just because like she, she gets by. I mean, you don't like if you de- never have to think because someone tell- has the answer in their head already, like that's bad for you. Yeah. It's going to be hard for her to get smarter. It'd be but great too because you read people's minds it. and you wouldn't be able to distinguish between the opinion section of their mind mm. and the fact-based section, you lip, know? You lip. might be a kid and you're like, oh, I understand. This car does mean you're gay. Uh-huh. If you have, I don't, you know what I mean? Like you would just think that people's thoughts are truths. Uh, yeah, I don't know. 
or, I don't know. She seems she seems to at least be able to detect lies, like when someone's lying. Yeah. So well, based on because they say something different from what yeah. it seems to be. Yeah. What what's actually in their heads? Like she can tell. Yeah. I, well, yeah. She, that, that's when someone's speaking out loud versus what's in there. So she assumes whatever's in their head is the truth. I guess. She'd be very useful to the to the spy guy once he knows that she's I, a, a telepath. Look, I don't think it makes me very smart to suspect that somehow they will all come in handy to the completion of this mission. Yeah. I would like it better if it all fell apart. <laughs> I think it'd be very <laughs> funny. And it could. It could happen. But, you know. So, yeah. So, he's like, oh, is this girl actually stupid? Uh, I guess I guess I can always, like, bring her back, you know, and get, like... Like, he says, like, when I'm done with the mission, I'm going to return her to the orphanage. Not even. Not No, 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 not, no, no. She never hears him say that. She's asleep when he says that. Oh, uh, okay. Because otherwise, she wouldn't be going along with it. Um, she, she, he's just like, oh, it's not too late to exchange her for another kid, is what he says at that point. Because I've he got the receipt. She's stupid. The store policy's clear. And she's like, no, please don't get rid of me. Um, and then, whatever, like, they have a nice, they, they finish out their day. When she's asleep, He's thinking to himself how he's going to give her back to the orphanage when the mission is complete. The next day, he gets her to uh, try to, he wants to like practice the tests with her. He wants to get her to study. Um, and he tries to leave again. She wants to go out with him, but he's like, no, this time it's just me. You're staying home. And she keeps sneaking out and following him and he keeps catching him. He keeps catching her. And she's like, <laughs> "Daddy's good. As, Dad is good at, at finding me." And it it was cute. Um, but he eventually he barricades her in the room. Yeah, he, little... he does something very dangerous. He violates the fire code by blocking the exit to his apartment with a child inside. Yeah, and I think when you're that age, you should probably get a babysitter. Like that, like a kid can't be alone by but themselves. Now you're asking this spy to hire a babysitter he can trust. Yeah, hire a babysitter. <laughs> The only friend we know he has is Frankie, the guy who's like his gear and intel it's, contact. It's, it can't be that hard to... If, if it was that easy to fucking adopt a child, it's... But Jackie... It can't be that hard to find a babysitter. This baby, this child now knows that you're a spy. Even if you don't think she does because you don't know she reads minds. He like, doesn't know that. She's going to find out important details and you're going to trust a babysitter? Like, what if the babysitter compromises your mission? Because the kids blab. The kids, they do that. Miles, don't tell your kid any know. secrets. They blab. I don't know. She hasn't blabbed to anyone yet. So he, he goes to meet up with his, I don't know, other spy friend and they talk about stuff. That's like his contact, his handler maybe. Yeah, he gets some information on the girl. She's been returned four times. So she's been adopted already several times and returned several times, uh, which sucks. Um, it does suck. Meanwhile, the girl is in the house and she like, Remember she she remembered at one point he told her he, he he said in his head the combination to his safe to his um his briefcase. So she's like, okay, well he's gone. Let me like check it out. So she goes, she opens the briefcase. Um and she fucking it's like a radio set or whatever. So she like broadcasts to the it's, signal. it's like Morse code based, yeah. And she's just like, catch me if you can, ha ha ha. Um Yeah, and I think that this joke doesn't really work for English speakers, I think, because Morse code is like based on letters and the odds. I mean, like, because she can't really read. I don't think she knows Morse code. So I think the idea is that she's just randomly hitting buttons. Right. Mm. And in English, 
that would be like super rare to actually get like coherent. I mean, there could be some typos and some room for interpretation, I guess, with Morse code. Like if you put the letters too close together, it's hard to tell where one ends. But in Japanese, it makes, makes way more sense because it's all syllable based. Hmm. I don't know if there's a Japanese Morse code, but I maybe think there is. I will find out. I think if you just, but if you if you just said a bunch of random Japanese syllables, it still wouldn't make any fucking sense. You know? be, it, to me, it would make more sense than in English no, if you did it that. Wouldn't. Jackie, it wouldn't make any sense. Jackie, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff that's the same, and kanji makes it different. It would be like sabadoke. You just said Spanish. You just said Saturday that <laughs> in Spanish. <laughs> You no. don't know how Japanese sounds. No, it's like those are those are letters all in Japanese. Yeah, I guess in any language, the other thing with Morse code is you drop like articles and conjunctions and shit. You just say stuff. Uh, anyway, so I don't know. Some other guys hear it and they're like, "We got to trace the signal and catch them." Yeah, it's actually the people that hear it are is the people that he uh, disguised himself as in the beginning. So it's the people that wanted the photos. Of the prime minister's toupee or whatever, yeah, that he actually stole from that informant. So yeah, they already don't like him. He there can... is Japanese Morse code. Okay, would you look at that? So Twilight goes back to the apartment. Mister Mister Lloyd Forger goes back to the apartment. Um, the door is still barricaded. He opens it, and there's two men there, and he takes them out, and the girl is nowhere to be found. He also doesn't notice. And it is never brought up again that his briefcase is open. Ah. Because um, when he's in the room, I see it. It's still open. She didn't like close it again, I guess. But it looked like it was open still. So the the guys take her. They're trying, whoever they are, like the gang or whatever. They're trying to use her as a hostage. Um, they still want to steal the toupee of some politician. And he ends up saving. He ends up, he's like disguised as one of the guys there somehow. He like infiltrated them and is able to run away with her and save her rescue her and so outside and then he's like gonna go back and fight them um to tell them hey leave me the fuck alone um but he tells her he's like okay let's play a game i'm gonna give you this note he he writes something down we don't know what he writes down but he gives he writes something down he gives it to her he says around the corner is a police station Go run over there, give the police this, and you win. And he says, if you, but he also says, if you give this to them, they'll put you in a better orphanage. In his head. Oh. In his head, he says that. That makes sense, but I, don't, I didn't know what the fuck it could possibly be that it, that it actually means that. What do you mean? What could you give the police that makes them put you in a better orphanage? Is it money? I don't know. That's a good point. Hello, I am an orphan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how they can be like, all right, we'll put her in a good one. <laughs> the note just says, it has like, to be a better one than that drunk guy. Yeah, like, <laughs> complete, or it's like, just like, don't put me in this or- orphanage. It could be worse. It could be the uh, Promise Neverland orphanage. True. Bad sitch in that shit. Don't ship. spoil it for people. But I didn't anyway. say anything. It's about an orphanage. Yes. It's just not great in there. Not a good situation. Wouldn't want to be there. Nope. Yeah, he and he's still disguised when he when he tells her this, by the way. So she doesn't so he thinks that she doesn't know that that's her dad. Yeah, she he disguised himself for the the purpose of getting her back from being kidnapped. Yes. Um but she does know because she reads his mind. So she reads his mind and she's like, you know, papa's lying to me and she's like 
Okay, and he and like the like the thing about putting her in a, in a better orphanage. She's so she instead of going to the police, she just kind of hides. Um, and he goes back in. He fights the guys. He's like, "Don't do this. Sh- if you do this shit again, I'm gonna like expose your daughter or something to like the main guy." Yeah, it's weird. And then he comes back out. Like he he has his mask off. He comes back out, and she's like, "Papa!" And then they like he's like, "All right, shit. I guess I'll take her back with me." Which why wait why was he gonna give her away like? Like or put her back in the orphanage, like maybe he thought he wouldn't live that fight. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Like I, I guess he would have tried to get another kid at that point. Yeah. So she's like, if you leave me behind, I'm gonna cry. Um, and he takes her back. She, he, they, they, they've been studying, and now she gets to take the entrance exam test, and so she takes the test and she passes. So that part. Like, that's all checked off, right? We got the apartment, we got a child, and the child has been um, at least past the first part of the application process to attend this school. It was funny when she was taking the test, she used her telepathy to listen to the other kids, and they were all freaking the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then she just remembered what her, her father told her, right? Well, well what? Yeah, it seemed Twilight like she actually yeah. took, it, took it herself, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I was wondering if she'd hear other kids and just be like, "Oh, that must be true," and didn't know. Yeah. But yeah, they're all going like, "Oh shit, I'm fucked." Yeah, she was surrounded by dumbasses. Then <laughs> so one of them was like, mm, "Eeny meeny miny," like they were. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was funny. <laughs> they were just randomly picking it. I thought she was gonna hone in to like figure out, okay, who's the kid who knows what they're doing, and like you know, hone into that person. But no, she just she just took it herself, which is she nice. just got trained well by her daddy. Yeah. So now episode two, he's like, okay, uh, I need a mom and, or I need a wife. Um, we had, we heard the OP for the first time. I don't liked it. I don't like it. It feels, it manages to work like on a fucking music theory level, but it doesn't feel like they fit together at all. The vocals and the music, they're like two different songs that they managed to make work and not sound off key, but I tonally, it feels all fucked up. The bassist is like doing so so much, and the song is like the vocals are like pleasant and not as fast. I don't know. I yeah, wish I'd see you later. Together. What? <laughs> I would have liked for it to sound more spy like. Uh, that that bass was pretty spy. Well, more than that. All right. I don't know what else you'd want him to do. You want big trumpet horn sections going? I want it to be the Cowboy Bebop theme. Okay, yeah. The the exact Cowboy Bebop theme. He's more bongos. So does he try to get an actor at first, or did I just write that down about an actor? Because I think it should be an actor. I don't think he does. Okay, because I was like, you just hire an actor. Just hire a woman to play the mom for when you need her to play the mom. You'd have to pay her so much. He's fucking rich as hell. Look at that apartment. <laughs> Oh, but that's they should his at least money. give him a good budget for this because it's like an impossible yeah. mission. I think wow. like the whole thing is just like let's put these people like the sh- the plot is just let's put these people in a room together. Yeah, yeah. It would have again. It, it still could have been a show if they somehow if they hi- if the agency hired them hired a hired a wife for him and put him in, and then it turns out she has a more complicated past or if she is an agent. She yeah she and- has she has two jobs. She's like an actress. Uh, and also a uh, assassin. That'd be that. That's just Barry. You're describing the plot of Barry. True. The TV show. Um, there you go. Or, or just that she is an agent, but they fall in love or something. But uh, 
Yeah, it wouldn't be a comedy if if uh, we worried about all that legwork, you know. Meanwhile, we uh, there's a bunch of women. I don't know what they are. They're like maids, or they look like they're maids. They're like in maid outfits. They're like yeah, they call them civil servants, but they're okay. maids. They're yeah. like service service. I think women. they're just yeah, maybe they're government uh, paid for maids. Yeah, or they work in the government building, but they clean it. I think they like serve food and like they're waiters. I don't know. They do a bunch of stuff. Anyway, they're all like talking. Sh- it's a bunch of women. They're all like talking shit. I don't know. They're just they're talking about different things. And like your, I was like this this girl your is a fucking alien because like they would say things and then her response would be like not normal. And I was like she is an alien. <laughs> like she doesn't understand human communication. And apparently we learned that there are a lot of spies or people are being reported for things like so people are are watching them um and so they have to be careful um she go uh uh, one of the women camila invites her to a party um not to be confused with our listener camila no who writes in different (laughs) um (laughs) camila's not in this anime uh camila write in if you're in this anime (laughs) invites her to a party um and and oh they they say something like oh you'd be cute if you like put on makeup and did your hair and stuff and dressed like like normal um do women talk like this like what i don't know like they just talk about how hot they are and be like you could be so hot Uh, you'd be so fuckable Jesus. Like the, I think people, yeah, but people do that. I think in the context of like, oh, if only you do your hair, you might get a boyfriend. You know, just being mean. Yeah, but in some cases, they think that they're being helpful. You know, like you would be pre- if you if you just gave a little bit of a shit, <laughs> boys would pay attention to you. That's like kind of a compliment, but it's also it, it's also saying you look like shit. But you're there's there's potential there. You know. <laughs> like we can work with this <laughs> so your by the way what kind of name is your y-o-r what kind of name is that i've never heard it before in my life it's your name the other names i are like names that i've heard like robert lloyd karen anya camilla they're all names that i've heard i think there was there was another old lady name in the in i think one of them was named like cheryl or something <laughs> um I've never heard of your. I tried yeah, looking I it know. up. Tried looking it up. Couldn't find anything on Maybe it. Maybe it should be J O R, but even then, that feels like a, a man's name in a Germanic language. So I have no mm-hmm. idea. Yeah, don't know. Um, so she goes back home. Um, she talks to her brother on the phone, and she tells him about the party, I guess, and that she says that she has a date. And he's very interested in like vetting her boyfriend, and is like. Oh, I'll postpone this promotion I get until my friend verifies that you're dating a good guy. Which is weird. Okay, folks, I want to talk about this brother. We never see him. He's definitely a guy, right? Like, we don't see his picture, so he must be like, I don't know, somebody. I think this brother is either, like, her keeper, her, like, her boss, you know, or somebody that's, like, part of an agency. I think he's an assassin, too. Or this is, like, a... Dopio Diavolo situation and she picks up the phone and just talks to herself. What? That this is Whoa. a second personality for her. No way. That's just my reading possibly of no it. No 
way. Well, listen, our listeners might not even know because there, there's a voice of the there's the voice on the other line, isn't there? Yeah, but we only see that voice when she's talking. Yeah. So it could be in her head. Could be I th- all I think, in her head. I think he's important somehow. I think that he might be a construct from okay. her. Well, we'll see. She's a little weird. Um, but yeah, so she lied. She lied about having a date. So now she has to have a date in order to, because um, the brother's going to know. So yeah, the brother's sending one of his friends to this party or something. Yeah. She was hoping she could just lie about it, but. Uh, not anymore. And then she and then she gets a call about a mission, and she goes to some hotel dressed like a sexy assassin lady. And she's hot. Yeah, yeah, she is hot. And she later is like, "This is my only good dress," which I thought was a fun detail because I think like often characters don't acknowledge that they only have one outfit, you know, mm. but they do wear it. It's like their signature thing. But she's like, "Oh, it's my only dress," and I ripped it. Yeah, Her only home outfit is that weird red blob that she wears. <laughs> It's not that it's not a weird blob. I thought it's kind of it I don't know, it's kind of sleeping baggy, but it is also fitted. Mm. The thing that has like a slit in the back where you can see her yeah. back. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like the back part. I think it's cool. Yeah, I think there's like some kind of like brooch or something on the front. I don't know what it is. Um so she goes and she like assassinates someone. Um And she's like a uh like a a cocky prick when she does it too. She like talks shit to the people she kills very confident she stabs him she doesn't it's use like, a gun it's like she knows how to do that but she doesn't know how to be like a normal human in like social situations well jackie you know how like child actors can be really weird because they didn't like have the chance to grow up normally because they yeah. were focused on work i think she's just like focused on killing all the time she loves and so she killing. doesn't have time for a normal life and so this is all like oh i don't know who cares i love uh seinfeld whatever she seems people to like. go into like a different state yeah like mentally so uh, like I don't know. It, she, she's really weird. I thought it was she was like a sleeper cell at first because when someone mentions the mission, her eyes turn like red and she looks straight yes. ahead. I thought it was going to be that she doesn't even know what she's doing. Um, but she does. And she thinks about it when she's not in and, that and, zone. And like kind of towards the end, you know, she's like, I guess going to clean up all the blood and stuff. And she's like, cleaning is the only thing I know how to do. I'm like, I can't do other domestic stuff. Like she says something like, no, no guy's going to like me or something like, or how am I going to get a guy when all I can do is uh when cleaning is the only thing i can do um meanwhile um lloyd is given a big stack of papers with information on all of the single women in the city all the single ladies yes um and i don't know he's looking through them whatever whatever and then he goes uh oh and uh, i think this is when he takes he goes to like the tailor. I think he takes um the girl Anya Anya to the tailor, um to get her a new dress or something because she needs right because she needs to look like look more like a rich girl who's going to an elite school. You're a rich girl. <laughs> so he takes her to this tailor, and he's waiting at the desk, and you're kind of uh slides next to him and he's like whoa like she moved past me without me even noticing yeah. and so he takes notice of her because she is very stealthy and like he would norm- normally notice like everybody that's around him at all times she also notices that he's looking at her so she turns to him and is like hey can I help you like why are you staring at me or something like she sensed his gaze and he's like whoa whoa like she's hyper aware of like like 
like normally people don't notice um and so he said oh no i you know i just thought you were really beautiful or something and she's like ah so you have a favorable impression of my appearance yeah (laughs) she's like a robot she's like a robot yeah and so like they're kind of like talking whatever but then um anya is like oh daddy whatever whatever and and um Lloyd is the no 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 guy? what's the girl what's the girl your your is thinking to herself oh he's a married man like I can't um I can't get involved with him I don't want to be the other woman I would get killed she thinks everything is about like being fucking murdered I'm just like oh, I would be killed for flirting with someone's husband um <laughs> and but the little girl hears like what's going on like he is looking for someone to pretend to be the mom. And she is looking for a guy to go out with her. And she and Anya also knows that this woman's an assassin and he's a spy. So she's like, she tries to play matchmaker a little bit. And she's just, <laughs> and she, uh, oh, right, right. But, 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 um, yeah, but Yor is about to like go because she doesn't want to mess with a married man. So that's when Anya is like, Oh, I'm so sad because I don't have a mother. <laughs> and Yor is like, "Oh, uh, where's your wife?" And he's like, "Uh, you know, she died a long time ago." Uh, what a just, rude question! It's just me and her. Yeah, you don't really ask that if someone if the kid <laughs> is like, "Where's my mom?" I wish I or I wish I had a mom. You're not like, yeah. Why doesn't she have a mom? Fuck you. That's why. None. It's because of Nunya. Well, None I think, your business. I think, I think, counter, I, I think it's okay because what? he was like, oh, I was just admiring how beautiful you are. Like they, they like, they ah, like each other. They true. were being kind of flirty. So I think like that was just her like confirming, like, is this okay? Like, are you single? <laughs> Basically. May I bark up this tree? Yeah. Um, so she asks him, I like how she's just direct about it. And she's like, hey, can you pretend to be my boyfriend for this party? <laughs> um, which I, I like because I thought that she was going to try to like, I don't know, flirt with him or something. But she she doesn't know how to do any of that. So that would probably go really bad. Um, she smartly is not upfront like, hey, no bedroom stuff. <laughs> you know, she's leaving the, the door. A lot open, of guys would be like, no, nah, OK, I'm out. That's not fun. So I don't know. Anyway, so she asks him and he's like, okay, yeah, sure, I'll do that. Um, but I need a favor from you, you know? And he, then basically they both arrange to pretend to be each other's partner at those different events, at her party and at the interview um, for entering the girl into, for applying to um, the school. Um, what a fucking dumb elite system. That it's like, not only do we have to make sure your daughter is smart enough to get in the school, we also have to make sure she's from a good family that takes- With two parents. Like, who gives a fuck? Well, especially, I feel like back then, like- They still do this shit, I think. Oh, yeah, they do. But I think probably now, they probably care less if you have two parents, you know? I don't know. I don't go to any of these psycho, sicko, elite bullshit schools. It's not just elite schools, though. Like, there's a lot of- I mean, I, I hear- what sounds to me like horror stories of like you know people trying to get their kid into like pre-k in new york and like all the schools you have to do that like the kids have to take a test and they get interviewed i don't know if they interview the parents but like it's a whole thing because they don't have enough spots and yeah you know 
interviewing the kid is still kind of fucked up, but it at least makes more sense than we also have to get an idea of what your family's like. Like, if you care about income, then just count the fucking parents. Don't you don't need to? I don't. Or get just get their fucking tax forms. Um, but I mean, the the richer kids are probably going to do better in the in the interviews anyway because their parents can probably like tutor them in whatever or hire the right. right person to coach them on how to do these interviews. You yeah. Know? But anyway, so they both agree to cover for each other in at these in these social situations. He uh, so so the party is coming. The party is coming up, and on that day, he gets a smaller mission. Um, and he gets his friend to help with that, but it's like now oh. he's in charge of getting all the people, getting the crew together for his mission. He also has to do other missions at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous, stupid. Yeah, he should be. But pretending- he says all the other spies are so busy. Yeah, he should be pretending to be a family man this whole time. You know, like they should be like, we're not sending you on missions because you're you need to be responsible for like, you know, getting your crew together and like also like probably taking care of your kid now and stuff like that and like not tipping your wife off. Yeah, and they should practice like making out in front of people <laughs> to look maybe, like a married couple. Maybe that's next episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, I guess you don't have to make out in front of people. You, don't you just got to be ready for anything. And who knows what these weirdos at the school are going to ask? Yeah, they're going to be like, hey, could you make out so we know you really love each other? <laughs> yeah, it's a weird school with fuck energy for the parents. <laughs> we want to um, see that shit. So... Yeah, so he goes off and he does this mission uh, that's, I don't even, there's like a warehouse. and They he, steal jewels. Oh, they steal jewels. Okay. And he keeps a diamond ring, I think. Oh, does he? Yes. Okay. He's really late to the party because of this mission. Like he tried to do it quickly, but it just didn't work out. And he's super late and she's like stood up basically. She thinks she's stood up. So she go, she still goes to the party. Um. Even though it looked like she was like meeting him on the street or something, but she goes into the party, and everyone's like, "Ha ha, you don't have a date. Where's your date?" Mm. And and Camila's being like really mean about She's being it. So mean. She's like, "I'm gonna She's tell your drunk. brother that you came alone and that you lied to him." Um, but then he shows up and he's bleeding, <laughs> like he went straight <laughs> from there. Oh yeah, because didn't they? I think they crashed their car or they got in a car chase or something. Yeah, in a gunfight. Yeah. He's bleeding. He goes in there and he's like, oh, sorry. You know, I, you know, oh, they're like, oh, you're bleeding. And he's like, oh, you know, that's my patient. He's pretending to be a psychiatrist. I'm a psychiatrist. and My patient had a violent episode. And yeah. then he says it happens all the time to psychiatrists. <laughs> I don't and they're think, just like, oh, okay. I don't think that job is that dangerous. I don't think it's like that either. <laughs> um. So, and and he says, uh, you know, hi, I'm her husband, and because he fucked up, and he should have said boyfriend, but he kind of mixed up the missions. <laughs> he mis- he mixed up like his yeah his mission with her situation yeah yeah, yeah. um and Camila now is like mad that she has a husband. She's like, wait a minute, how did this woman get a husband? And so she like picks up like a tray of food and is gonna hot like, food and is gonna like spill it on her to embarrass her. Um, and burn her forever. <laughs> um, Just girl things. And so she throws it at her, and Yor, with her like assassin reflexes, like kind of kicks at it with her feet, with her legs, and, and balances like, it on her balances foot. it on her foot, and then kicks it back. Um, and 
I don't right or something. Nah, she or takes she it catches away. it with her foot, but a little bit drips onto Camilla's face. Yeah, and then she kicks it away. Um, I think or something or maybe no. I don't know. Where yeah, does she, she holds it? She, she kicks it? away a thug okay. later when okay. they're in the same mission. Yeah. Whatever, but a little bit falls on Camilla's nose, and she is sad about it. And Lloyd is like, "Good job, honey," but you know, just uh, you know, using your feet like that is. He says something about it's I, impolite. It's, it's unladylike. Impolite. Yeah, it's yeah. unladylike. Something like that. Um, I don't know. A lot of guys pay for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so to get kicked, to get feet involved. So he's like, "Come on, honey, let's get out of here." Um, so they go, and you know he's driving her in a car, and he's like, "Sorry, I said it was your husband," and she's like, yeah, "It's okay." Um, and then a car tries to run them off the road. Um, and he says, it must be one of my patients still having a violent episode. They haven't fully recovered or whatever. Yeah. And, and then, I would be yeah. like 100% like you're in the mob. Like, <laughs> Yeah. By the way, something, <laughs> There's that, something wrong with you. Something I forgot to bring up before was, you know, like this Camilla character seems to really hate her. And I think they're, they're kind of implying that, you know, like two countries that are neighbors but don't like each other. There's a lot of like spying and a lot of listening to each other, mm. ratting out your neighbors and shit like that. Mm because of the constant threat and and nationalism and stuff. At one point, they're like, maybe uh, regarding uh, your, they're like, maybe she's a spy sent here to lower our birth rate. Yeah, that was a weird thing what to say. What the fuck does that mean? Like, oh, by giving our women a bad, uh, like, impression? Like, what? Like, changing our reputation or something? I did not understand that. Taking by all just the men- coming over and not having babies. <laughs> it's like such a small, whatever. Yeah, I, I guess, maybe. But they were saying that, like, like women who are single are getting arrested just because, like, how can you be single at age 27? You must be a spy. Oh. oh. Right. So that's another reason why she kind of urgently is like, I need a boyfriend or something to kind of cover for my assassin shit. Um, so I don't know. Like, they end up, like, they kind of, at, at some point, they end up fighting a bunch of dudes. The like, guys that tried to run them off the road, he tries to, like, fight them back. He, like, knocks one out, and she's like, is that okay to do to your patients? Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, it's so dumb. He's like, yeah, this is uh, part of the a treatment. new type of treatment. Yeah. It's like, all right. Is she dumb? I yes. Don't, I don't is think he so. Dumb? <laughs> they're, I think they're both a little dumb, but I think that she doesn't really want to know what his shit is because I, I think she's so preoccupied with like her own shit. I think you're you know? inventing that. I think she's dumb in the way a comedy character is dumb. Yeah. She is a little just like socially weird. So she probably doesn't know what's normal human behavior and yes, what isn't. I, yes, but still, you can't <laughs> be like, oh, his patients chase after him in a car and he beats them up and that's treatment. <laughs> yeah. He didn't even like, no one she came by to pick them up. She doesn't know what therapists have to do. She doesn't know anything about it. It's that. not that. That's not helping. You can't be like, well, I'm a dog know. catcher and the dogs chase you and you kick them into the river and go, I'm doing my job. I don't know. They'll never learn unless you kick them into the river. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. I sneezed. Yeah, we know. Gives <laughs> um, tight. So they, fi- they he starts fighting these men away and she's just like at first being kind of like, oh, wow, you know, whatever. And then somebody like attacks him and like catches him off guard and she like fights them or something like she defends him. She like kicks a dude that fell on them, jump, tries to jump on them. She just like kicks him away. She kicks him like far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, 
uh, sorry about interfering with the treatment. I, <laughs> um, I just happen to be an expert in self-defense. My brother taught me and he's like, it's, it's okay. He's like, did you see how far he flew? And they like kind of laugh about it and it's cute. I like that. Yeah. Um, I find their dynamic super cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they're still like, run. They, they're like fighting and then like they fight some people off and then they start running like to run, I guess to run away. Um, or to, I don't know, whatever. And he's like, hey, this might not be a good time for this. No, she says this, sorry. She's like, hey, this might not be a good time for this, but um, maybe we should get married for real. Um, he falls over. Yeah. Because they're running and he, he just falls trips over. and falls, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, you know, because like, like people find it suspicious that I'm still single, so it would help, you know, and then and then we could just do this... Uh, you know, for for your daughter, we could just kind of like keep keep it going. Um, and I think that's better too because once you tell somebody you're somebody's husband or wife, like if you then if you're like okay, that was just like a one time thing and you never see them, like I don't know. But at some point, you're going to be invited to something else, and they're going to be like, bring your husband. And if like nobody ever sees the husband again or the wife, then it's like kind of weird, mm. you know. Um, but anyway, she brings she brings this up. She suggests it, and he's like. All right, let's do it. Um, and some guys are still coming after them. So he like he's like, oh, where'd I drop it? Oh, and he he picks up his grenade. They hide behind like a, a thing. He throw he pulls the pin on his grenade. He throws it, and then he takes the pin and he puts it on her finger like it's a it's a ring, which I feel like so is, cute. It is cute. It's also unnecessary because they're not. This is not like a love marriage this is not a like <laughs> it's also uh what you don't what, need to propose what type of treatment is it when a psychiatrist blows up the people <laughs> is there a name for that is that is that like uh insulin shock or electroshock yeah. is that she was so shrapnel? swept away though that she just didn't question it yeah she maybe that's so what he did. romantic he was she like, was like oh it's a psychiatrist who murders his patients yeah Maybe she was, yeah, that was the whole thing, was he wanted to distract her with a romantic gesture. Yeah, yeah, okay. She didn't even notice the loud, like, explosion Just sound. the pieces of human flesh that rained down on them. <laughs> um, so that's the end of episode two. And then in episode three, she's moving in. Episode three is fun because it reminded me, like, oh, yeah, I like Anya, because, like, she's missing all of episode two. Yeah. It's just about your really. Yeah, her meeting uh, Lloyd. She's, uh, Anya's in it in the beginning to matchmake them. Yeah, I believe. a little bit. Um. So yeah, she's moving in. They give her her own room, um, which makes sense because they're not really married. So yes. and he's like, you know, we can pretend to stay in the same room when if we have people over or something. That's going to be a fun episode, of course, when they have people over, and they stay in the same bed, and they're like, oh, it's we can use your. We can use your guest room and it's really like her room and and then she has to stay in the same bed or something. Or like, I don't know, where he sleeps on the floor And or then something. they're both going to agree that they have to make it convincing <laughs> by yelling, they have to- humping noises. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Um, so... I gotta see that. <laughs> he, for- he gets a certificate forged to say that they got married a year ago. And she says something like, I got permission from the shopkeeper, but I don't know why she says that. I get. I, I didn't. I don't know either. Maybe to get time off so that oh, they can they can do this stuff together, okay. the official marriagey stuff. I don't know. 
Um, or maybe she was living at the place and then she got permission to live with her husband. I don't know. Yeah. And so, you know, she's and like they, they tell the daughter, OK, this is your mom now. Like she's always been your mom, you know, or she's been your mom for the last year or whatever. Um, and the girl's like, all right, cool. And she calls her mom. And I wrote down here. I'm like, because now you're not only does she has to pretend that she ha- she's had a husband for the past year and didn't tell anybody until recently. But she also had a daughter this whole time and didn't tell anybody. Yeah. I, is she going to tell like her coworkers and stuff that she has a kid or is that going to be like only for the school? Thing? No, because at the party, they're like, why didn't you tell us you had a husband? And he's like, well, she's my second wife and I already had a kid. And so she might not have wanted oh. to tell you. Okay. So she has permission, at least with those coworkers, to act like she doesn't quite know the kid and doesn't know how to deal with having a daughter. Okay. Because but, the idea is that it was hit her, his. But yeah, then she should have known the daughter for a year. Yeah. Okay. okay. Who, maybe they got married That's while fine. not okay. living together or so something it's, weird. It's I don't not know. A, it's not a weird secret that she has a daughter that, or that she's a stepmom. Um, okay. Um, so then he does a mock interview with them um, uh, to, ask, you know, like, oh, so what do you do on the weekends? And, you know, what, like, I don't know, just like, and the, and Anya. They basically they both answer poorly. Uh, Anya just tells the they truth. They say some fuck shit. An- Anya tells the truth, which is like what she does on the weekend is her dad barricades her in the room, <laughs> in the in the in the apartment, sure. and she watches and she just watches TV, <laughs> um, which is not a good answer for like an elite prep school, uh, and also makes the dad look really bad. Um, but it's true. And then uh, your answers, I don't know what question she answers, but she does her weird sounding like a robot thing. Um, So they're like, okay, well, that was really bad. And he's like, all right, let's go out and like act like a family together for a bit um, to make it more natural and easier to answer these questions. Um, They go to the opera together i think the little girl falls asleep she falls asleep as you should <laughs> i i remember at least one like we in general were like well-behaved kids in public but i remember going to see like my dad play in some like community band or orchestra and falling asleep like pretty soon in and then at the end of the concert this like old lady in front of us turns around and says to my mom like oh your kids are so well-behaved and quiet <laughs> and i was like i was fucking knocked out lady i don't know <laughs> Um, they go to the uh, the opera, then they go to an art museum, and Yora is like kind of scary because she's just like like looking at this guillotine painting, like oh my god, like so, I like, thought I thought her character like when she daydreams about murder weapons, I thought that was a little stupid. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Just her because she's just like ogling it. You know what I mean? She's not like intellectualizing weapons or whatever, and being like this would be good to throw. I wonder if this works through the air. Like not a hobbyist. They just draw her being like, whoa, blades. Like she fetishizes <laughs> it or something. Yeah. It's, I don't know. They could have done a little bit more work on that. Um, Anya starts drawing on like this like little kid wall thing. She's like, oh, okay, I'm going to draw my daddy. He's a spy and my mom is an assassin. And so she draws this whole thing. And then like they come and they're like, oh, would you draw? And she's like, no, they're going to see like. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have done that. They're, they're gonna, gonna see, know that I know what they're, they are. They're yeah. gonna know that I know. Yeah. Um. And they're just like, oh, what's that? Oh, is that the spy from your cartoon? Oh, and this must be a princess. They have no idea what she's drawing because she's a little kid, and it's not like a. It's not like a 
perfect like it sucks it's not like a perfect rendition of like this is exactly what they look like as spies and assassins you know um and then they go uh i forget oh yeah he says something about how like you're gonna need a dress or something um oh maybe that's what they said maybe they talked about it earlier but anyway he said that he would buy her a dress at some point um so they go to a, a tailor and um they're like, oh, you know, what about this fabric, whatever, whatever. And it's like a blue, a nice blue fabric. And she's like, you know, I, I, I only wear black and red um, or like I, I prefer black or red. And in her head, she says that she she likes black and red because the blood stains aren't noticeable. Um, mm. See, that makes sense. That's like a practical. I'm an assassin. I, I only think of things in terms of my assassin career. Her coat, though, wasn't black or red. Her coat should have been black. I don't remember. The coat that she was wearing, it was like a beige. I don't remember. You don't remember the coat that she yeah, was wearing the whole right. freaking episode? No. Okay, well. I only think of her wearing that big red tube or her black spider web dress. The whole but episode when they were going it, out. She was wearing like a beige, think beige about coat. surface level stuff, but yeah, now that you say it, I remember she has like a khaki thing on. But a khaki coat thing you take off when you're about to get busy and slash people's throats, you know? Okay. Talking about true. your main outfit's got to hide the blood. That's true. Your main murder outfit. Yeah. So then they go and they watch a speech from the Nationalist Party. Um, the little girl is now hearing everybody's very angry political thoughts and she does not like it. Um, she has a normal human reaction that we all should have. Uh, yeah. So she's like, get me out of here. I don't like places like this. And so they take her away from it. And then she's like immediately like, oh, let's go for ice cream or something. Like she just wants. Yeah. She's like, I don't like it. And then, yeah, when they're walking away, she's like, what if we got some? And they're like, are you? feeling worse or are you better now are you feeling better suddenly i think it made sense she said she didn't like those kind of places so yeah but that's just the gag they went for i think um they go to eat somewhere your is like staring at the knife like hey um because she doesn't know how to be normal um then they go out and they they're 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 on this like i don't know what they're like at the park kind of at this like balcony kind of thing where they can like overlook the street and a thief runs by. They see a thief run by and purse snatcher steal a purse from an old lady. And he runs away. Um, Yor jumps off the fucking balcony and like goes to like chase after him. And she tells the old lady like, "I'm gonna find him and I'm gonna take you to the hospital and I'm gonna get your purse back." Um, so I promise I'll catch him. So she runs off to go find him. Um, but then Anya ends up seeing him or hearing him really like his thoughts. He's like, ha ha ha, this lady was loaded. Um, and she points basically at him and is like, I want, I want like to go in that store. Um, the store that he's in front of. Yeah. She's um, smart enough to, to mask that she's been able to figure out who this person is. Yeah. I'm surprised she didn't. Cause she could have just been like, there he is, you know, isn't that him? Yeah. Like she could have just been like, like, I don't think that would have been that suspicious. Um, yeah. But well, he's because he's kind of disguised and the only way he, she really finds him is by uh, mm. listening to thoughts. Yeah. Um, so then Lloyd goes after him and Lloyd catches him and he gets the purse for the lady and they take the lady to the hospital and the lady thanks them. And she's like, you guys are a really cute family. And I don't know. It was a cute family moment. And also, by the way, Anya always is like, I help too. Like for everything. She's like, I help too. Like you should yeah, thank it's me. Great. It's cute. <laughs> um, 
And then they go back home and they practice interviewing again and the answers are better because when like they ask Anya what um you know what do you do on the weekends she's like well we go to the opera and then we you know like she talked about like their day like the art museum and like yes this is what fancy rich kids do um with their families so she gave a good answer and he's like good always you know like like when they ask you questions like like answer about this day um and then he asks something like what do you do when someone's being mean to your friend? And she's like, you jump on him and you hit him. And you're like, and you, and, and, and you say, and she imitates what he taunted the thief with. Oh, okay. When he's like, your next, all of your future meals are going to be garbage. Make you eat a terrible meal or something. Implying yeah. that he's going to jail. She's like, you make him eat a terrible meal. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So still needs some work, but they're getting there. And that's how it ends. It's him basically thinking to himself, like, okay, we're getting better, but there's still some work to do here. And that's the end of episode three. Hooray. So what did everyone think? It won me over by the end. Like once I had accepted that it was like just a dumb idea. (laughs) It was just all about the hijinks. Like Lloyd is cool. I'm rooting for him. Anya is very cute. And I think for something like this to work, you need one of the characters to be very dumb. And that's your... But I think it makes sense. I, I like my I idea sh- that she's just maladjusted. The show is not. Tr- I think that the show is not trying to make too much sense either, because they could have, you know, they could have given us more reason why he couldn't be a teacher or yeah. something else. You know, right? Like, um, there's like a bunch of things that, like, oh, some somebody would have figured this out by now. I feel like in real life you would have figured out something was up with the daughter being a telepath. Um, yeah. Just because, like, whenever you say something in your head, she has an answer for it. And I would be very suspicious for well, it. Well, yeah, like I said, I think comedy works when people have exaggerated, you know, and they do something like super stupid or super over the top. But in order for that to work, you also have to have the people be very imperceptive, you know, to be yeah. like, oh, okay. Like in Seinfeld, when they're like very obviously being like, I'm uncomfortable, but the other character's like, great, I'll stay here. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does feel like, yeah, he at least is like thinking to himself a lot about his mission and juggling these balls. And 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 Yor is doing that a little bit, but she also does. She somehow does not catch on when it feels like she should catch mm-hmm. on to a little bit more. I don't know, but I like my idea. I like and I I like the character more, thinking that she's someone who just hasn't had the chance to have a normal life because she's a busy career woman slash assassin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this, by the way, uh, anime is apparently directed by a very, um, like a very experienced director, Kazuhiro. Kazuhiro Furuhashi, who directed the original Kenshi, or I'm sorry, the original Ruroni Kenshin, uh, Hunter Hunter, <laughs> uh, Gundam Unicorn, and Dororo. So uh, I will say that, oh, and Neo Yokio, which was a thing. There was a Toblerone involved. Uh, Jaden Smith, right? Neo Yokio. Anyway. Oh, the Bodega Boys are in that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, so if there's anyone we can ask about the X and how to pronounce it, I think it's him. We got to reach out to the director of this because he's done two X-involved title hmm. animes. So we'll uh, we'll be reaching out to him as a as a podcast. Great. Uh, but yeah, I like the show. I think it's one. It's something where it's like it's got a few different elements. It's got spy elements. It's got family elements, and it's mm-hmm. got humor elements, and maybe romance elements. 
Yeah. And oh, this, I think there's going to be. I there's, think there's two, deaf Roman. Like those you, two kids are going to fall in love. You, Come on. You root for them to be together. I think it's nailing them. I mean, like the spy stuff is, is and the it most seems like, like they're going to eh. be cute for each other. Like she she likes him, you know, because she thinks he's a good guy. Yeah. Um, She's and I, so cute, too. I really like her. Yeah. And I think he he might admire her for her uh, fighting skills and stuff like that. And her like he admires her for like the fact that she like is stealthy and stuff like that maybe i also enjoy the pretense of a romance where they're like we don't have to like each other we just have to work together yeah but then, but then they, they end start up liking, liking each, other. each other i like that right because his whole plan is basically like once his mission is over he's gonna dump her like they have to get divorced because they'll they're legally married so <laughs> uh they'll have to get divorced and then he has to give the kid away or something um or maybe maybe he'll convince her to adopt the kid i don't know but Nah, he's gonna fall in love with these guys. But yeah, he's for By sure way, gonna fall in love, and if, yeah, they're they're just gonna stay a family probably. If anybody's trying to get out of a relationship, but they don't know how to break up with someone, they don't want to hurt their feelings, or they don't have a good excuse, just leave and say, "I'm a spy. This was part of my mission. I have to go now." <laughs> um, I don't work. sense any intelligence in your conversation. Yeah, maybe like rip off uh, some pieces of plaster around your face, like you were wearing a mat. I don't know. Mm-hmm. just just say you were a spy and say i gotta go then they won't even they won't be like he's such a scumbag they'll just be like they'll be embarrassed that they didn't notice mm-hmm. you know this advice and more on future episodes of jjb pod uh yeah. i'd be interested in, in what's up what's up i said you know what's up oh i sure do yeah i'd be interested in continuing to watch this we've said that about a few shows yeah over the last few months but i i do feel stronger about this one i me think me too me too for sure than some of them so maybe we'll watch it the, right now 12 episodes are out or they're about to finish a 12 episode run and then later in the year they're doing part two so it'll be episodes 13 and onward and we can find out maybe we'll find out sooner that uh, her brother is uh diavolo from part five <laughs> and he'll explain king crimson uh but anyway thanks for listening people if you want to explain some stuff to us without spoilers or suggest another anime for us to watch, you can write to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. If you want to help us out and make it quicker and easier to yell at us, you can follow us on Twitter. We are at jjbpod there. And of course, patreon.com slash jjbpod is how how we pay the anime bills around here. Let's talk about what we're watching for next week. I don't remember. Let me look it up. Next week, we will be watching Promare. Promare, which I think is a Studio Trigger movie, maybe? Sounds like a prescription drug. Yeah, it's it's for when you're turning into a horse. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's co-produced by Trigger, and it is a movie. Not sure what it's on, but it's from 2019. It can't be lost media yet. Uh, and we only have about, I think... Now that we know when JoJo is coming back, we've only got like two slots left. If you want to use the uh, the $15 Patreon tier that I forgot to mention earlier. Uh, if you want to make us watch something, go to patreon.com slash jjbpod and just turn on once, turn it right back off if you want. The $15 Boss Us Around tier and one of this summer's podcast episodes will be about an anime of your choosing. You know, about three episodes of it. So there's a decent chance we go, I don't know, but you know. Maybe it'll be the next spy family where we're like, yeah, we'll keep watching. Anyway, we'll talk to you next week. For now, don't get caught in all your lies. 
Bye. Bye. See ya.